It was a bittersweet moment for the Pacific when the COP27 president brought down the gavel to confirm an agreement on a hard-fought deal to create a loss-and-damage fund. It's a historic breakthrough, as for the first time in three decades, the richest and worst carbon-polluting countries have acknowledged the need to contribute to the cost of the climate loss and damage that developing nations have to incur. However, Pacific leaders have voiced their concerns on whether COP27 is a true success for the Pacific. Our reporter Rachel Nath, who has been covering the conference, has this report. The urgency for a collective effort to make meaningful progress on emission reduction and overall ambition was not reached. Inia Syed, permanent representative of PLOW to the United Nations, said a lack of urgency will result in a loss of homes for small islands and millions being displaced. Egypt will not be a true victory if we roll back efforts to keep 1.5 degrees alive. For countries like Palau, it will mean that we will have traded loss and damage, money we wish we didn't have to ask for, in exchange for the true ability to remain in our countries and our homes. And we don't want that hollow victory. An emotional Pacific climate advocate on loss and damage, Sevier Pinu, called COP27 a missed opportunity for a truly successful conference. It is regrettable that we haven't achieved an equal success in our attempt to achieve the 1.5 target. It is regrettable that we haven't got strong language included in the cover decision before us on phasing out fossil fuel. It is regrettable that we haven't got text on peaking of emissions before 2025. It is regrettable that we haven't managed to get stronger mention of methane reduction, emissions reductions target. Climate envoy for the Marshall Islands, Katie Jetney Kijuna, labelled the two weeks of negotiations as a failure. I am deeply disappointed that we have failed to reflect this fact. This outcome was not enough. If we are to stay within that limit that matters so much to us, we must phase out fossil fuels and we must do so now. A representative from Papua New Guinea said there was an immediate need for strong political commitment now rather than more rhetorics. All parties must recognize the latest scientific findings that current actions and commitments as reflected in the NDCs are not aligned with the achievement of the Paris Agreement goals. This is indeed most concerning and must be addressed urgently, and we need strong political commitment now rather than mere rhetoric. New Zealand has also thrown its support behind the Pacific. Climate change minister James Shaw said countries were still in denial. My, my experience this week has been that there are still parties who are stuck in a state of denial or delusion about the scientific reality of the climate crisis that is already gripping us, uh, not just in the most vulnerable countries, but all around the world. For Pacific leaders, the attention now needs to turn to Dubai for more meaningful progress.